Welcome to the RICO 12 Shares Podcast. This is an open to all addictions and afflictions sharing meeting. If you would like to record a share or a recovery prayer for RICO 12 Shares, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash shares and follow the links there or click on the link in the show notes. RICO 12 Shares is not a dumping ground for problems, nor is it a place for storytelling. RICO 12 Shares is not a place for crosstalk or contacting others. RICO 12 Shares is not a place to promote or proselytize any products, services, or specific religions. RICO 12 Shares is a place to share and hear the solution, your experience, strength, and hope. RICO 12 Shares is a short shares-only meeting closed out with a recovery prayer that is recorded by any one of our participants or audience members. The RICO 12 family of recovery services is supported by participants and listeners. To become a supporter, what we call a RICO 12 spearhead, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support or click on the link in the show notes. It is now time to share. RICO 12 shares. Hey, this is Zach. I am a grateful, recovering, sexaholic, food addict, and codependent. And I just had a big insight. I've been going through this codependent relationship where I thought I needed to date this person. And um, I, th- I thought I was supposed to be dating this woman. It was somehow like God's will or something. But then I, I didn't really want to be dating her. And I was kind of uncertain about the whole thing, but I kept going forward with it, and I kept swinging back and forth, and I would be on this high of excitement of like, oh yeah, this is this is the one, and then I would swing into depression and fear and anxiety, and this has been going on for months, and I kind of hit a bottom, I think, with my codependency and realized that, that I am codependent and my life is unmanageable. And that my other addictive urges with food and lust are ways that I try to escape from that emptiness I feel with the codependency. And so I, I got this insight today. Um, it's an ongoing insight that I've kind of been getting more. It's becoming more and more clear to me. But on page 86 of the big book, 87, it says it is not... Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. So, yeah, it hit me so hard that I've been thinking that God, like, that probably for large part of my life I've been acting this way that I think that I have to like find the perfect decision for everything and that God is going to be guiding me at all times and giving me a perfect clear path of where to go and I've been listening to this kind of inner voice that I don't believe is from God but it's like a little voice that tells me exactly what I should do and that's the voice I was listening to that told me, oh, you need to date this person, even though I didn't feel like I wanted to. And I fell into that trap because I thought, oh, this makes me feel special, like I'm being guided by this special superhuman 
voice or something that I'm like living a charmed life that I'm that every single decision I make will be stamped with God's approval and I'm looking for the cheat code to life I want to find a cheat code to life so I don't have to experience any discomfort and that's my whole the whole story of my addiction is escaping from discomfort so this really hit me that God wants me to make my own just go and make my own freaking decision like just make a decision and be willing to go forward with it and stick to it and be bold about it and um my dad's an artist and he teaches art students and he says make a a grand mistake so like if you're painting or drawing just be bold about the gesture that don't try to make it like this perfect line this perfect thing on the page just make a big stroke and like at least you'll be bold in what you're doing and then you can and then i can correct and um see how i need to make an adjustment so my my commitment now is living life boldly going forward and recognizing god wants me to practice using my will like a muscle and i'll get stronger at it and he wants me to use it and try to align it with him with that i pass rico 12 shares hello family my name is nira i'm an addict and i work most 12 steps through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I am forever grateful. I love, I love how the steps are laid out. I've come to experience, I can't tell, like, I can't explain why or how. I, I don't know. But I can explain or describe my experience. And that is that I can do step one. Without any other step. But step two. I have to do with step one. And with step three. I need. I have to. Do step one. Two. And then three. Right. Without one and two. Three can't be. So. When I'm working my fourth step. I can't do it without the one, two, and three. And it goes on. Right. And. Then this other thing hit me about that fourth step. But how scary it was for me. It was. It was really scary. Why is that, right? Why is it so scary for me? Why is it so scary for me to look at the inventory? My inventory never scares anyone else. Ever. Ever. Well, maybe, I don't know. Like, people people might not tell me. But they've never told me to this point, And I have never heard another person's inventory that has scared me. Ever. It's It's just my fear that I fear. Right? So, like, it is an evil corroding thread shot through the fabric of my reality. 
My reality is my conception of the now. And usually, also about the uh, the past and the future. Right? So I'm only afraid of me. And that's why it's so hard to sit in that place. For me. <laughs> Ain't that a paradox? Yeah. Yeah. When I do work my fourth step though, I get to rid myself of the shame and guilt. And I find that shame and guilt through looking at my fear. And to be be able to look at my fears, I need to do my resentment. So therefore the Inventories are also in the perfect order they are. I am resentful, therefore I feel, and therefore I act out, and my shame and guilt stop me from being connected to my higher power. Rico 12 shares. Hey, I'm Justin. I am a son of an all-powerful, all-loving God and an addict, and uh, super grateful to be able to share today. I was in a meeting earlier today, an OA meeting, and one of the readings that they they read include this paragraph, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this paragraph. But I'm too weak. I'll never make it. Don't worry. We have all thought and said the same thing. The amazing secret to the success of this program is just that, weakness. It is weakness, not strength, that binds us to each other and to a higher power and somehow gives us the ability to do what we cannot do alone. Man, as I read that, just several things came screaming into my head. You know, it wasn't until I embraced the fact that I'm weak, until I admitted powerlessness, step one, and and really embraced it and said, you know what, I don't got this. I don't got this that the power came in because my, as I mentioned in my intro here, my God is an all powerful God. And God has proved that to me over and over and over again, that when I am too weak and say, God, I don't got this, but I believe that you do. I make it through. Now, do I come out looking like he man or some action hero who doesn't get touched? No, But I make it through. I am provided sufficient for what I need, sufficient strength for what is needed to get through the situation. And miraculously, one day at a time, I have come out of those situations sober uh, for nearly the last eight years. And uh, that's miraculous because for the first, you know, 40 years of my life, most of the first 40 years of my life, I tried to just muscle it out when things got hard, when, 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 uh, you know, my addiction rose up and punched me in the face, I would just try and punch back harder. But now when I recognize and embrace this weakness, because it is weakness, not strength that binds us to each other and to a higher power and somehow gives us the ability to do what we cannot do alone. 
I can't do this alone. But with my higher power and my higher power's strength, all things can be done through my higher power. And when I take my weakness to my higher power and say, hey, look, this is something in my life that is absolutely weak and it's tripping me up. My higher power will take that weakness, that weak thing, and create strength from it and make it a strength to me. And then I can march through that day, just one day at a time, that day's trials. And that's miraculous. But it's true, at least for me. And it's true for many other people that I've seen embrace weakness rather than fight against and not be honest about weakness in my life. Anyways, that's my share today, and I will pass. Rico 12 shares. Hello, my name is Ethan. I am an addict to sex and to lust. My life is unmanageable, and I am powerless over my addiction. Just yesterday, I reached a milestone in my recovery. I hit nine years of sobriety from my addiction, and it's nothing short of a miracle. And it was not my own efforts, but the efforts of my higher power, of my God. And in our meetings, when we go around and do the chips, they they ask me, you know, how did you do it? Or, you know, what what was the, the secret to your success or whatever? And as I've reflected on it, um, you know, I gave the answer at my meeting and caused me to think. And um, it's very, very simple. Uh, it's it's working the steps. The steps have done it for me. And I'll just share maybe just a little bit about my my journey. I began recovery in the beginning of 2014. I started to go to meetings. I got myself a therapist. I set up an environment where I, you know, it was difficult to act out. So for me, that was uh, different uh, losing Wi-Fi to my devices. It was setting up different filters. And then most importantly, I got myself a sponsor and I worked the steps. So I would go to two meetings uh, a week. I would meet my, with my therapist regularly, and I would work daily with my sponsor. Every morning, I would do step work. And then at night, I would do a check-in. I would do calls with him. I would go to meetings and reach out and, and develop that network. And it took me about three months to go through the steps the first, you know, first time through, those 12 steps. And almost immediately thereafter, I started sponsoring. And I've been sponsoring on and off uh, ever since um, been, been sponsoring. And, um, you know, after I worked the steps that initial time, <clears throat> each night I, I do a step 10 check-in. Um, I've got different questions I've copy and pasted out of the big book. And I set it up on a Google form where when I do it, it's automatically sends me and my accountability partners an email with my answers and a little PDF attachment. It's all right there for, for my check-in there. And uh, my step 11, I have really tried this. Uh, I, I practice two-way prayer to have that conscious contact with God. I used to do it in the morning exclusively, and now I'm shifting to doing it morning and evening, trying to make that effort to wake up and do that first thing in the day. And then my step 12, I'm sponsoring. Um, I am moderating a meeting, um, doing things like this, trying to get connected and to give back, uh, working with people at my church. Uh, reaching out, trying to, to 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 help people. So, I guess in short, what was it? Uh, I gave myself, I gave my heart and soul to the steps, and I continue to work the steps with with earnestness. And the steps have caused me to come closer to God, and then God's power 
has been granted to me and, and he has given me um, this recovery. I'm not out of the woods each day. I'm learning. I'm struggling. I'm still very imperfect. Still got a lot to learn and a lot to go. But as I stay close to God and work those steps, um, yeah, he, he's with me. I, I And we we have a, in my recovery group, we have a, a group me, an app where we all stay together. And somebody had humorously posted, you know, it says step into action, not step into thinking or step into talking or step into discussing it, step into action. And I know that action, taking and working and doing the steps daily has has been the secret to my success. And I know it's one day at a time and it's by God's grace, not by my merits. Thanks for letting me share. My name's Ethan and I will pass. It is now time to close the RICO 12 Shares meeting. If you wish to share some of your recent experience, strength and hope or have insights that you've gained from other speakers or other meetings, please follow the links in the show notes to our website and submit a recorded share there. You can also become a RICO 12 spearhead and financially support these projects by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Thanks. We will now launch off into the rest of our day with a prayer. Hi, my name is Stefano, and I will record the Father prayer in French. So, Notre Père qui es aux cieux, que ton nom soit sanctifié, que ton règne vienne, que ta volonté soit faite sur la terre comme au ciel. Donne-nous aujourd'hui notre pain quotidien. Pardonne-nous nos offenses, comme nous aussi pardonnons à ceux qui nous ont offensés. Nous induis pas en tentation, mais délivre-nous du mal. Amen. Keep coming back. It works when you work it. So work it. You are worth it.